Hey, this is Allison. And this is Britt. These are the true stories about the good, the bad, and the funny. Shared by you, but told by us. This is GabFest. Welcome back, Gabbers. Welcome to the podcast. We are happy to have you here. We're happy to be recording yet another episode. Yeah, Allison was saying she almost fell asleep on the way over here. Woo! So we're going to pump, pump, pump it up. Which is get also... Some, get some energy. Which is also scary considering I was driving. No, I didn't actually almost fall asleep. I just got like very zen. Mm-hmm. You know, my car was probably maybe a touch warm. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to some good music. And my little boy was being super quiet in the back. So I'm all of a sudden like... Woo! So we got a, I got a little caffeine for us. I feel like I get tired like when I drive. Because yeah. I feel like throughout the day I'm moving around and going and doing right. things. And then if I sit down, and it, yeah, if it's like a warm, sunny day, mm-hmm. it's like what, being in a sleeping bag. Yeah, all of a sudden I'm, I'm like, still. oh, I'm holding still. I'm seated. I'm, you know, it, yeah, like you said, I just kind of go and I'm on my feet a lot. So I don't really like sit down a lot. So, so maybe that's part of it. But So get, let's... Oh, get, I ate get a, rolling, I ate a ham sandwich before I came, so it can't be a blood sugar issue. <laughs> you, oh, did I give you those pants? You think you did? I think so. They're cute. Um, they would be like the perfect box elder bees pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because well, they, they're purple they're like and they look like honeycomb. honeycomb. Do you want them back? No, no, I don't think they probably won't fit me. Anymore. I feel like I'm looking a little bit popped biscuits and no. I'm. I, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think they look great on you. And um, I got more junk in the trunk, so uh, anything patterned like that, I'd have like giant beehives on my butt. You know, <laughs> it's like stretch, right? Yeah. Here. They'd be oh. like, what shape is that exactly? Because <laughs> it looks like it used to An be. An oblong honeycomb? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We went to the same place Britt went to for a, it was a, for a family wedding. And, but I, my husband and I left the kids home and we flew. We decided to kind of make it like a, an anniversary thing. So in doing so, this was like perfect timing for this episode because. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, because you were at the airport. Because I was at the airport because I flew. So I was like paying attention to more things. Since yeah. We were going to be asking for these stories and you guys came in clutch. <laughs> I mean, as per usual, but some, you know, some subjects entice. You guys really just want elicit, to tell us. Elicit more um, stories. Yeah. So I feel like this one was one of them. Um, but I, <laughs> we only had like an hour and a half flight, if that, because we just were going from Utah to Vegas. And I'm just wondering, like, I want your take on this. What is your opinion on seat reclining? Do you hate it? I want to know your opinion before I say anything. I feel like it's uncomfortable to be in the full upright position. It is. And the, and here, the logical side of me says, okay, if they recline, they're supposed to be, then reclining is kosher. Yeah. Because I just think everyone should recline. And then, you know, if someone is Yeah, in and then that poor up, person in the very back can't recline. That's true. And I've been that person. Me too. It sucks. You're <laughs> right by the bathroom. And the loud jets. Yeah. They're like, would you like some, what? Yeah. <laughs> and so anyway, I just, I don't know. It, it's like, it bothers me when someone in front of me reclines, especially. So anyway, basically what happened was a girl in front of my husband reclined so hard. Like, okay. And she like went, Voom, you know? And so oh. I, my husband was like, whoa. And she kept on yeah, like. ease into it. You can't just like, well, bam, bam down yeah. their and tray table. And she really was testing like the stability of the seat. And what was so funny well, was throughout what was she the... she doing up there, like, no, rocking like, around? Yeah, so I'm saying, so for the, like, <laughs> remainder of the flight, she would continue to, like... You know when you've been sitting a while, and so you kind of, like, put your feet on the ground, and you kind of, like, thrust your hips up? Oh, uh-huh. And you, like, push your back back? Uh-huh. <laughs> she kept doing that. 
And so like, the seat, she's already fully reclined. This is a 90 minute flight, yeah. lady. Like, what, are you okay? You know, <laughs> like, I feel like that just seems excessive. Like you flew to, you know, Australia, New Zealand, whatever, 24 uh-huh. hour flights. Yeah. You're going to be wiggly uh-huh. but an hour the and SLC half. to Vegas. Yeah. And she was like trying to full on recline. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't usually recline my seat very much. No. I probably do, but I feel like I don't get aggressive with it. Yeah. Cause I just feel like it's a little uncomfortable. I think I should be fine with it. I think I'm being persnickety. I do. Because <laughs> um, obviously, like I said, they recline mm-hmm. so that people can recline. Mm-hmm. So why am I mad about it? I don't know. I don't understand. It just it comes into your personal space a little bit, but in airplanes, there's not much personal space in general. When we went to Hawaii, I maybe reclined, but I had someone's knees in my back. And I swear they were like kneading my back like the whole time. Like a massage chair. But not in a good way. Like, I was like, what are they doing back there? Like, are they tap dancing? Are they doing calf raises? Like, you know, I heard this on the radio the other day. And so I thought, I'm like, I'm going to talk about this because it falls into the um, episode subject, obviously. But it was talking about the top 10 pet peeves of flight attendants. And when I looked it up, there were so many different articles yeah. that did it. So I'm going to have you guys, all of our gabbers are going to do a little check, a little self-check on this. Like, are we doing these things? Are you doing these things? Right. So it says, one, touching a crew member without their consent. No, I'm not doing that. Here's the thing. Their booty is, is at eye level, level and hand <laughs> level. So if you're going to reach out and like touch somebody, you're either touching thigh, butt, uh-huh. or crotch. So just don't. Like, and, right. and, like, You can't reach up and tap their shoulder if you're sitting down uh-huh. in there. So yeah. you yeah, Maybe be, that's what's happening is people are like trying to t- get their attention and, and they touch like their legs uh-huh. or their bum bum. Yeah. Do anything. And then yeah, that would be my top complaint as a flight attendant too. Yeah. Don't touch me. There's a little button you can push. <laughs> I can't reach it very well, but there's a little button you can push to get their attention. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people are trying to be quiet on a plane, uh-huh. like and not yell. Uh-huh. And so all of a sudden, but then they're like sitting there poking and touching flight the lower... I can honestly say I've never touched. I really don't think I have either. Um, Another one: asking for water immediately upon boarding. Yeah, that's annoying. I feel like boarding is meant for finding your seat, putting your bag up. Yeah, but one time I was pregnant and Uh I was super sick, Uh and I was like nauseated and hadn't eaten, and I just asked for water, and she was straight up like, "We'll be doing beverage service once Mm we, you know." you are to our altitude and I was like vomit right and and the guy next to me is like I don't think she feels good like he could just tell because of the beads of sweat and my hyperventilating he's like listen this is gonna be a problem for both of us yeah (laughs) and we were in the very very back so that was one of mine where I was in the very back and he and he was like I think she doesn't feel good and I was like yay guy yeah and she got me I'm like sorry I am not a psychopath I am pregnant I'm I'm hungry and Uh I've been running and he was like, do you want to switch me seats? He was so sweet. So I switched to the aisle seat and then she got me some water begrudgingly. So anyway, <laughs> but I was like, if you don't get me water, like I will puke, you know? So another one said, using the bathroom at an inopportune time. Guys, this one bugs me. Do you think I want to go in there? <laughs> you think I'm going in there just willy nilly? I will it. hold it as long as I can and then to finally, avoid going into that bathroom. And plus, especially, I mean, the number of seats on the plane there's a very good chance that you have window or middle. Yeah. You know, statistically speaking. Right. And so you're going to have to climb over somebody. Yes. You're going to have to Twice. wiggle down, wiggle down the aisle, plus possibly plus wait in line. You step in there and you can immediately, there's urine on the floor. And so you can feel the stickiness <laughs> of the urine. Not everyone has good balance. Right. The plane and some clouds. men feel like they need to stand up and the toilet's like almost on the ground. So they're like <laughs> missing. So do you think I want to go in there? No. If I'm going in there at an inopportune time, it, it is, is an emergency. <laughs> 
one of my friends that did that did submit, we were flying together. And we got put, we were on our way from Texas and we got put in the very, very back and we were like, crap, you know? And we were already like on the way there. We were like, oh, we got a little, like a little sick. That was weird. On the way back, they're like, we're hitting some turbulence. And we're like, of course we are. <laughs> and so we were, that was probably the worst please, turbulence I've never, I've ever been in. Buckled and we're going to be hitting some light areas of turbulence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm not scared, but you guys should be. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we were hitting some bumps and she, and we just started getting where we were like, oh man, like the, there were three of us back in the back just being like, don't throw up. Anyway, oh. we were getting close to descending okay. and, um, she was like, she finally like, she was in the middle and she just looked at me. She's like, I got, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. I can't hold it in anymore. And so she got up and the guy was the f- guy, it was a male flight attendant was like, ma'am, please return to your seat. You know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, she just like <laughs> pushed past him. So she is going to the bathroom at an opportune time. She pushes him physical touch uh she's she's she like physically push him i'm just saying she just like breezed past him okay and as soon as she looked in that toilet that induced vomiting Uh right then and she started to vomit and so i like leaned over to the guy because we're right by their workstation Uh because i'm in the very back and i was like she's sick she's Mm -hmm. not just like out of her seat you know and he's like oh okay and she was totally barfing in there and i held it in but there was part of me that was like i should i should have just thrown up because i felt awful uh-huh. and for a good two hours after i was just kind of like <sighs> yeah feeling sick yeah so anyway okay let's read the next one it says pressing the call bell every two minutes okay well i did talk about doing that but i didn't say every two minutes here's the thing so you don't want us to press the call button you don't want us to touch you these guys sound like they don't want to do their job <laughs> <laughs> they're like how would you just... want me to elicit your attention like you guys just want to sit in the back yeah <laughs> you don't want to get me water <laughs> You don't, you don't want me to get to the bathroom. You don't want me to I mean, press the button. button that calls you. So what do you want from me? <laughs> Gosh. I'll get my own dang Maybe soda. Maybe when you applied, you should have read the description of the job responsibilities. <laughs> They're like, I just thought I got to fly cool places. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, it's like anything, right? Like no, there's, okay, a, there's a balance. If we have any flight attendants, we're just joshing, guys. Yeah. We're just joshing, kind of. And... <laughs> Everybody, there are those people that you just give them an inch, you take a mile, you give them a call button, they're going to press, press it every it two every minutes. Second and yeah. <laughs> okay, this one says needing assistance with a bag that's clearly too heavy. Well, because you know how they weigh your checked bags, uh, they, don't they don't weigh, weigh your carry-ons. The, we have experience. You can fit kettlebells in your. Listen, okay, listen to this. <laughs> when we were moving to Hawaii, we brought as many suitcases as we could, but then. We also brought tons of carry-ons. Yeah. Allison and I both. We flew together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they weigh the checked bags, but they don't weigh the carry-ons. So our I, our brilliant idea was to have our heaviest bags be the carry-ons. Mm-hmm. Oh, horrible decision. We were uh, going Allison, through the airport with children. Allison was really struggling with the bag. <laughs> and I go, I can trade you. Is that one super bad? And I try to take it. And I'm like... I was like, this is debilitating. <laughs> okay, I was going to say. I quite literally was like, I can't move. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to be like, and Allison is such a wham. No, I tried. I was like, that is a debilitating piece of luggage. <laughs> I don't even know what I had in there. Me either. <laughs> My like child, I was, trying to save, I was trying to save, save money on, the ticket. on tickets. <laughs> You're like, why is she cradling that duffel bag? <laughs> that duffel bag's making noises. And I start like shoving goldfish into like the zipper hole. <laughs> He was a lab child. Okay, I got on for free. <laughs> okay, the next one says stretching in the middle of the aisle. Guys, once again, okay, if it's the hour and a half flight, if it's the lady who can't sit still for an hour and a half, but 
I mean, if you're going to sit yeah. for six hours yeah. going cross country, again, I could, I should be able to like, people die of blood clots yes. from flights. And well, I'm right. being so serious. But, but this specific example that somebody had written in, a, that a flight attendant had written in was that somebody was like, went into the, I don't know what you call it, the galley or something where they like have the, all the stuff oh, for the uh-huh. flight attendants. Mm-hmm. It's obviously not the cockpit, but, and they <laughs> were like doing yoga. Like headstands, <gasps> downward okay. dog. Okay, like, yeah. Like I said, these are like the top complaints and they're probably for good reason. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you are doing downward dog and yeah. you're trying to do meal service, right. then that's a problem. Right. Or but someone's I'm, trying to get it to the bathroom at an inopportune time. <laughs> but yeah, these guys are thinking of the craziest situations and we're thinking of very normal right. situations. Like yeah. I should mm-hmm. be able to get up, stretch my arms, all that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this listener... This is some, you guys have brought some fears to the surface or just (laughs) things I never thought about until now. Right. Mm -hmm. Because this listener said that on their way to New Zealand, um, a passenger died. What? On the plane. And they had to just put him below. Stop. (laughs) Okay. I never thought about what if somebody dies on the plane? Because I figure if someone's dying, we're all dying because we're going down (laughs) is like the reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh But But just dying in natural causes, a heart attack. Yeah, and uh-huh. um, were these people trained to, like, call time of death? <laughs> like, are flight attendants trained to, like, be like, yep, he's gone. And then all of a sudden, can you imagine you wake up and you're down below <laughs> with all the emotional support animals <laughs> and luggage? Oh, my gosh. Like, it was wrong all along. He just took too much Dramamine. Oh, my gosh. Well, I feel like I've heard of this, but I thought that you had to immediately land. Well, so what happened was... <laughs> I, I, I had to ask more. Oh, absolutely. Upon this submission. So she said the man had a heart attack. Right. And they were they were saying, oh, is there a doctor on the plane? <sighs> and I feel like air marshals should be doctors. Like, I think yeah. we should have a doctor on the plane. Uh-huh. And, you know, they... They, they, they should have a defibrillator. Maybe they did. Maybe they had maybe. all the things. I mean... They fail, but you have to be I trained. Have, I have a defibrillator at my workout classes. You do? And they've, and they've taught me how to use it. Oh, really? Because if people are doing strenuous... I mean, I... I can just see you now. Heaven help me. Heaven help me that I never have to do it. Right. But we have it because we're a health facility and people are getting their heart rate up and they're all ages and all stamina abilities. I had no idea. Yeah. That you're trained on that. I mean, sort of. (laughs) You better add that to your first aid kit since now you know how. Uh, Yeah. There we go. I mean, I guess we don't know if you really know how until you actually have to use it in real life. But (laughs) anyway, there's instructions inside. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah, but it's like time is of the essence. You're like, hold on flip the page and oh these are the chinese turn the button on <laughs> let it sit warm up no i'm just yeah kidding. you do you have to yeah. let it charge yeah that's what i'm saying so anyway <laughs> apparently this man did die Gosh. but here's the thing so they were seven hours into their flight because they were going oh, to new zealand they're well they're actually the traveling ocean. from new zealand okay okay yeah so she said that they basically his poor wife was there so oh. imagine your husband just had a heart attack and they declare him dead take oh, him below and you have a lot of flight left and you're like grieving and trying to, and you can't even reach your family. So you just would be sobbing the whole time. They'd have to put me below. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I'd deal. There's not enough Biscoff cookies to soothe me at that point. Or ginger ale. And so anyway, she said that they had to immediately turn around because they were like, we have to, we have to go land somewhere. Right. Anyway. So they had to um, turn around and try to fly back. What if we just flew forward? Because I guarantee that you can't go much longer than like a a 14 hour flight. That's my thing is I was like, I feel like as the wife, and I mean, I don't know how I would react, Uh but. And maybe there's certain protocol they have to follow. Yeah. Um, But she said, I I feel like I would have been like, just keep pushing forward. Yeah. 
rather than we needed to what go can there we do now he's yeah. dead oh my god like you know what i mean like what yes. can we do now um by going backwards right mm-hmm. i'm gonna get mm-hmm. the same help mm-hmm. so right anyway we'll we will help. then i'll just have a longer trip in my hands so she said um they went all the way back to new zealand they had to circle around the ocean a bunch to dump fuel because the plane was too heavy to land also i didn't know that was a thing it also comes up in another story or two that you're gonna, we got. You're just going to dump fuel in the ocean? Well, <laughs> so that was my question. I'm not. I'm, right now, they're probably over an ocean. But are you telling me that I could just be walking along one day <laughs> and, a, and a plane needs to emergency land? I didn't know that they could be too heavy to land. They right. took off. That seems harder. It seems backwards. Than landing. Yeah. They, if anything, the gravitational pull of the weight right. seems like it would help. Correct. And I'm no scientist. I know, but like gravity... I guess, I don't know. So anyway, they were too heavy to land. So anyway, what I'm saying is, will I just be walking along one day and airplane fuel falls on my head? Because they can't always be over an ocean when they need to emergency land. Yeah, that's emergency. So they had to dump the fuel and she said, it was actually super interesting to watch. (laughs) And then they landed back in New Zealand. The more you know. They took him and his wife off, refueled, and then they headed back for California. Everyone missed their connecting flights, oh, and they were stuck in California trying to get home. But she said it was fine with us because, well, we were alive. Perspective. It is. It's true. There you go. There's your silver lining, folks. Way but, to have a good oh, attitude. Man. But that's that already was, a wicked flight. That is quite the ordeal. Yeah. Holy moly. <laughs> so I never thought until now about what they do if someone dies on a plane. Me neither. And it comforts me to know that they have enough fuel to do that kind of <laughs> right. stuff. They're not like... Yeah, you know, puttering in the last second when you're. (laughs) We made it exactly. (laughs) Okay, uh, let's see. You know how you're saying you didn't know that. I mean, I didn't know that either. Right, that planes could be too heavy to land. Mm -hmm. All that stuff. It seems doesn't doesn't seem to matter to me. (laughs) Call me stupid. Uh, (laughs) Okay, well, this story is epic and quite possibly my worst nightmare. Um, <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> this listener said that she and her husband were going to visit her brother who lived in Guam. So they were coming from maybe a layover in Hawaii to get to Guam. Okay. Geography check. <laughs> Don't know where Guam is. It's fair. Okay. I think it's a small Pacific Island. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. But um, she said it started out rough at the gate and this is their longest stretch. So maybe they flew from the you know, United States, main, okay. mainland United States to Hawaii and then Hawaii, Hawaii to, Guam. to Guam. Yeah. So this is going to be their longest stretch of flight. Um, but it started out rough because as they were boarding, they were told that the plane was trying out new data and did not have onboard entertainment. Eh. Could you not try new things out on, on my flight, please? <laughs> Anything new? Just what keep you, it all. What if you tested it out with, I don't know, at zero Boeing? people at on Boeing? board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At, Bo- at, Bo- at the main factory. Sounds like they have people that, that jobs is testing <laughs> and that would be a good time. But now let's not test anything new while we're flying over ocean. <laughs> and so they said there were going to be no screens, no outlets to plug in devices, nothing. And she was also told last minute that they're not going to offer any kind of meal on board either. Oh, forget the Wi-Fi. If you're not getting me food, <laughs> food I, I would be booking it to Cinnabon so like, as have... fast as I can. Oh, I love Cinnabon. Um, <laughs> I'd be like, so are we, are we tripling up on the pretzels? Right. <laughs> but I'm guessing meal, no meal Me- means no snacks. Maybe. But that's hard on a long flight. Anyway, I would I would be like I feel like this whole data thing is affecting more than it should. should. Yeah, how is that data affecting your ability food. to get me a wrap? 
<laughs> so they get on the plane, the doors close, and they're about to take off. But the pilot comes on and says they're finishing safety checks. Okay. A while later, he says it didn't pass. Ugh. Mm. I'm like, then get me off of this. Yeah. If you're not passing safety checks, no, drop me off. I'm getting my Cinnabon and I'm getting off of this <laughs> rig. And it said, this is something, TMI, don't tell anybody. The pilot said it didn't pass safety checks because they could smell smoke. <laughs> Sorry, please don't tell me that. Yeah, no. I'm the one that's going to have the heart attack on the plane. It's kind of like when they get up in the air and they're like, we're at 30,000 feet. Thank you for that information. I don't care how high we are. Yeah, it actually makes me feel worse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there is no way you're going to live if we let, if there's we some, There's some people that are very intrigued by that, but not enough to make an announcement to everyone. Right. Right? Totally. Um, <laughs> So anyway, they're taking forever to fix this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's she said it took four hours just sitting on a plane. What with and that that's the worst because they don't even have like the air going. Yeah, no food, no no devices, stagnant air with people oh. probably filing their nails. Well, and it turns out there must have been food you could buy. Maybe just no free meal oh, or like okay. complimentary meal service. Uh-huh. Um, she said that because, you know, at, at desperate times you're like, okay, let's just crack down and buy a, a few things. Right. Um, but a really large group of tourists bought up all of the food. Oh. on the plane. I'm telling <laughs> you, you see people's true colors. <laughs> and that's the worst because then you can smell the food. Yeah. You see someone across the aisle enjoying a fruit cup and you're like, even though that is nasty food, <laughs> I just I want, want it. That. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> They finally get the smoke fixed, <laughs> and they end up in flight. Mm-hmm. After just a couple hours, the pilot comes on and says, we're smelling that smoke again here in the cockpit. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Alarm bells, alarm bells. Yeah. So we're going to actually just go and turn back, mm-hmm. turn back to Hawaii. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh. I would be like the girl that's like just putting my life vest on, blowing it up. Well, just wait. I get, would be, drop in the... I would just be like, I'm would, just going really to be prepared. You should... Yeah, for good reason, because listen to this. A half hour later, the pilot comes on and says, Ladies and gentlemen, we have now lost radar, oh, radio, <gasps> cockpit lights, no. and we're going to do an emergency landing on Midway. What? I don't know what that is. Okay. Maybe an island? <laughs> or maybe some kind of small airport? I don't know. Maybe Midway between our destinations? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so she starts freaking out immediately. Yes. The girl next to her starts freaking out. Her husband's sleeping. Um, <laughs> question. Shake him. Shake yeah, him question. Open. We've lost radar. We've lost radar. <laughs> and there's smoke and all these other things and no food. <laughs> My question is, do you wake up your husband or do you just let him die, die of death? Sleeping. Because I'm the type someone I'm like, please, I'm not going down panicked alone. You're going to panic with me. Knock me out. Yeah, if someone can put me to sleep. That would be great. Yeah, just punch. Can you punch me in the face to that girl sitting next to her? <laughs> Go ahead and just punch me as hard. Let's as just headbutt each other. <laughs> well, I would definitely do that because guess what? Oh gosh, she Aww. said. All of a sudden, the plane went silent, like the engines. Like no, she said the plane started free falling. You, Are you? What does that feel like? Freaking kidding me? I don't like this. No, I would. Literal, I would have such a panic attack and anxiety. Like, like I probably was screaming. I wonder. I would have been. Luckily, <laughs> the engines do turn back on and they level out. Oh! <gasps> they eventually land on this tiny little island. They looked out the window and they could see fuel being dumped because the runway on the island was so small they had to lose as much weight as possible. So I guess the more weight you have, then the farther you're going to take to slow down. Yeah. You know, just kind of like if you're a big person sledding versus a small person (laughs) sledding, you know? Yeah. You go farther. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> they're like, we're going to need, this is a very opportune time for everyone to pee. <laughs> By the way, and they weren't, were they weren't just dumping fuel. They were dumping everything. I'm sure it reminds me of on Pearl Harbor when they were like, oh, we have to yeah. take off earlier. And mm-hmm. so everyone just, we got to put more fuel. So they, they were sp- taking parts of the plane off. Yes. And um, they're like, uh, taking guns off and all sorts of like very vital <laughs> like, things. I think I need that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they did get to land on this tiny little Island. She said they were carted off to a very old gymnasium. Okay. Just for a couple hours. This feels like that show manifest. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And she said, luckily, another plane came to get them um, before sunrise. Okay, <laughs> oh sorry. This is, just, this is so crazy. <laughs> this is she, crazy. And it was lucky that it came before sunrise and that they were able to take off before sunrise. Okay. Because any plane that flies on this particular island has to leave when it's dark. Mm-hmm. In which that also sounds like aliens Yeah, or I was going to say. But, yeah. Manifest all over again. <laughs> because there are these albatross birds uh-huh. on the island. And they'll fly up into the propellers. What? And break the propellers. Um, what airline was she flying with? This all sounds, <laughs> this sounds like rescuers down That's under. what I was just going to say. <laughs> they finally got back to Hawaii and eventually made it to Guam. I, this, I don't, this would be, a, I would write a book. Yes. Like, this is so crazy. I shouldn't be alive. Yeah. <laughs> what the Netflix. heck? Netflix. Want a special? Like do you want to do a documentary? I feel like this only happens on movies or right. like TV shows because it just, I've but never been on a plane. to a gabber. Someone right. that we like, kind of know, maybe. Yeah. Our friend. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are our friends. And she's like, she had people ask her, like, how do you even get on another flight after yeah. that? Like, wouldn't you just be have so much PTSD? And she said, I had to. Otherwise, I'd be stuck on that little midway island with the albatross. Yeah. I was going to say, um, I would be like, this gymnasium's now my home. <laughs> Everyone. And these are all my pet albatross. Yeah. And I will be Albatross-i. never Albatrosses. leaving the ground again. <gasps> Oh my gosh. I cannot. With no, that. again, with the fuel, the dumping of the fuel. This is I all never new. knew. Never knew. Yeah. New news to me. Okay. Well, this is a little short, shorter and sweeter, but this listener said she was flying to Australia and the second pilot just didn't show up. Okay. Okay. Um, she said they waited for two hours. Oh my gosh. For another, um, on call pilot. Yikes. You're going to get fired. Well, what, like What? And do, and why are they telling everyone this? I feel like they tell you too much. Too much information. Don't tell me about the smoke in the cockpit. Don't tell me about Don't the pilot. Don't tell me about your no-show employee. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just making me lose faith in you. Yeah. And the company. Mm-hmm. And because, and it's the same thing, like, just one say, time. Just say something like, we're taking a little extra, we, we just appreciate our Delta clients, customers so much. We're doing extra checks. We have a little delay. I don't fault them. They have to be really careful and they want to feel like transparent. They don't mm-hmm. want people to feel like they don't know what they're getting into. <laughs> but but they're this, like, we're going to level with you. <laughs> Ron hasn't shown up. We actually don't know where he is. Ron's got a bit of a drinking problem. <laughs> and so maybe it's better that he's not here. Yeah, it's actually for your benefit. But it's going to take a little while to find a replacement. <laughs> Going back a little bit, this listener said she and her husband were getting ready to board a flight and they decided to get food right before to take on and eat. Yeah. So she had a heavier carry-on. So her husband turned around and was like, they're in the aisle, you know, yeah. and people are seated kind of around them. He says, well, will you hold my food okay. while I put your bags up? Okay. And so she was holding both of them and okay. she went to turn around to like look at her husband Yeah. and she hit the seat, oh. with the, the plate with the seat <laughs> and it flew and ketchup went all over this man. And she was just mortified, so embarrassed, Yeah, you know, trying to probably clean up all that. Mm-hmm. And she sat like, right behind him. Are you okay him. if I wipe you with a napkin, sir? I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> this is, again, 
the wet wipes, you guys. Wet <laughs> wipes. Drill it in your head. Um, anyway. Not just for babies. I think she either sat behind him or, like, near him. Uh, and she said the whole flight he would just turn and, like, stare and, at her. Like, glare. Yeah. Daggers. And uh, so she said, and she was, she felt so horrible. She didn't eat her food. Like, now I have a stomachache. Because I feel terrible. I would have just handed it to him. Like, I'm sorry for your, the ketchup mess. I feel so bad. My stomach hurts. Yeah. Here's some food. <laughs> I really probably would have done that. Because... <laughs> Let's be honest right. right now. This is me. Yeah. Like, my Going heart's on of- my sleeve right now, sir. Yeah. Here you go. And uh, then he would have been like, I He's like, well, ketchup's that. on my sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> okay, let's see. Speaking of bringing food on a plane. Uh-huh. Um, this couple, they were going to bring their baby on the flight. Okay. And so they had a bunch of those little Gerber baby food jars. Okay. In their carry-on. Because uh-huh. they wanted to be able to feed their baby. It was a long flight. They were actually traveling internationally. Okay. So they're... Brave. Yeah, it is very brave. With children. Uh, <laughs> plus international. They're ultra strict on what like, you can... Especially what you can food bring. items too. Yeah. yeah. So they went through the security and they're like, nope. Mm-hmm. All that baby food has to go. And they're like, how... This is what she eats. Yeah. And this is like a really long flight. Like we won't be able to buy more baby food at our gate. Like yeah. you can with like a burger or something. Right. And I would have just started loading it into my mouth and then done like a baby bird situation Gross. to my child. But they had to sort of do that. What they No, they didn't have to feed them her via mouth. Okay. But what they had to do was the security said, okay, fine, but you have to prove to us that it's baby food. So they, <laughs> so they had them open every single yeah, jar and, and eat take it. a bite of every... It's like the baby shower game where you have to guess which one it is. <laughs> And some of them are good, like the banana. Like, you want to join me? Is it your lunch The break? pear and banana yeah. are pretty good, but when you start getting to oh, the like meat. chicken pot pie or something, <laughs> oh, I could never do those. But they were like, fine, whatever. We're going to just take a yeah. bite of this baby food it's as, worth it. as you witness, because this is what we got to do. And I thought that was really Now funny. I know what business to start inside the airport. I, there needs to, you need to have like a baby kiosk. Baby depot. Yeah. Yeah. A little kiosk where you sell formula. Mm-hmm. You have bottles. Yep. Warm water. Yep. Baby food. Yep. And teething tablets, um, uh, earache drops. Um, you guys, we're not putting this on the podcast because cause this is a million dollar business because idea. Because I've gone into like the little convenience store things and they might have a couple of those things, uh-huh. but there's not one thing that's like specific uh-huh. to that. And uh-huh. then I would have a little, Tylenol, then maybe? I would have a couple little pods where moms can nurse. Oh my gosh. Or pump. Are we going to be good jillionaires? A hundred percent. TM. <laughs> we just trademarked that, so don't even. Okay, well, speaking of taking children on board, we have several stories that go along with that. I have a huge issue with people who are big, fat buttheads about people with kids on airplanes. Oh, You know what? Uh-huh. If you want to fly on a private jet with a bunch of bougie adults... By all means, do it. But obviously, you can't afford it. So suck it <laughs> suck up, it up. and understand your, that children are part reality, of our you society. Poor person. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't. Do you think the parent is like uber stoked to be taking their kid on a plane? No, no they're it's not. Just what has to happen? Yeah. Anyway, so I take a huge issue with people who get fussy when kids are on a flight. <laughs> this listener said she wants to start by saying that her children travel extremely well. They've been on flights starting at like two months old. They're well seasoned travelers, and um, they had a flight that was like one and a half hours. And the man sitting in front of her three-year-old daughter and her kept rolling his eyes and making the absolute exaggerated noises about mm-hmm. being, you know, annoyed. She said her daughter honestly didn't even bump the seat and wasn't any louder than the typical passenger. <laughs> However, her son was sitting in the seat next to him. So oh. they couldn't all fit, you know, uh-huh. together. And she said next to this a-hole. And she said with about 15 minutes left in the flight, her daughter reached through the seat to get the son's attention 
Mm-hmm. Like, just barely put her little hand through there. Uh-huh. And the man shoved his armrest up hard, <gasps> pinching her whole arm in between the seat. Oh, my gosh. And the armrest. And she begins to cry. Right? Because it hurts yeah. and her arm is stuck. <gasps> and so she, the mom, shoves the armrest back mm-hmm. to at least get the, her, her little girl's free. arm out. And she's like, I am beyond furious at this point. Yeah. But because of the short time left in the flight, they can't get a flight attendant's attention. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I was ready to claim child brutality and assault <laughs> on this man and get his A kicked off future flights. So when the plane lands, she starts to unleash on this man. And her husband wasn't seated by them. And so he has <laughs> he's in the no back clue. Like, oh, dear. She's lost it. She's over there. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Bomb, 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 bomb. You know, <laughs> I'm just kidding. And so she said... He keeps trying to get like her out of there like ASAP. But another passenger had witnessed what had happened, uh-huh. jumps in and says, oh, no, you don't make this girl go away. She's a mama bear with this fool. And I will back her up yes. all the way. Yes. <laughs> End of story. Um, so the plane pretty much thought he was the scum of the earth. Yes. And that was enough for her. So she goes to baggage claim. If you have 157 enemies at the end of this, I am happy. I have done my job. Yeah. Um, So anyway, she goes to baggage claim and she sees this man. Yeah. He flips her off. Oh. To which she said she felt no guilt. No. With her children sitting by her when she returned the favor (laughs) and flipped him (laughs) off right back. You think I'm going to not stoop to that level because I have children present? Yeah. (laughs) Like, you physically assaulted my child? Oh, no. She's, he's lucky she didn't physically assault him. Right. I love oh that gosh. she like freaked out. Yes. And I love that the plane was like, yeah, like yeah. everyone on the plane. Woo woo. <laughs> so kind of going along with the kid one, this mom was flying just with her two little kids at the time, mm-hmm. having to fly by herself without her husband. So they actually were leaving from a really small airport and they were traveling on a tiny plane, a propeller plane. Uh, what? I feel like you would just be like, no. <laughs> nope. I'm going to go ahead and wait for the next one. What are the procedures? As long as it's a big one. What are the emergency landing procedures for that? Yeah. You just stop the propellers. Everyone, everyone just gets a parachute strapped yeah. on. That's like as you enter the plane. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Part of me wonders yeah. if that's what we should be doing. Um, <laughs> after hearing about those people falling. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, there's two seats on either side of them. And the prop plane literally holds only about 50 people and their seats were right back by the bathroom. So pretty much Mm -hmm. the worst seats like we were talking about. And her one daughter was sitting next to her by the window because she gets motion sick. And her other daughter was sitting on her lap because she was still a lap child. Mm -hmm. Now, my question is I get kind of claustrophobic. So I'm an aisle girl. Mm -hmm. Well, everyone wants to be the aisle. Oh, my husband loves the window seat. Because he likes He's one to of those look- people that wants to hear about the 30,000 feet. <laughs> yeah, he kind of is. He likes to look out the window. Yeah. He's, he consistently opens it. Uh-huh. And I'm kind of like, mm, good. I'm just mm-hmm. going to watch my Downton Abbey movie, <laughs> eat my snacks, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. So anyway, uh, she stayed by the window. Well, the flight had actually gone pretty well. But the last 20 minutes is when all the crap hit the fan, almost literally. The oh, flight no. attendant, I guess there was only one because... Hello, yeah. it was a small plane. And this flight attendant announced, we'll be landing in about 20 minutes, so we're going to start our descent. Well, <laughs> the change in altitude gave that one daughter that's kind of prone to motion sickness uh-huh. a stomachache. Yeah. And she could just see it in her face. And she was like, Mama, I think I'm going to throw up. So the mom gave her a barf bag okay. and was like, okay, here it is. If you need to throw up, go ahead. Yeah. But the daughter said, no, I need to go poop really bad. Oh, no. So... You can imagine how big a bathroom is on a prop plane if you've ever been on a, like, 747, 737, whatever 
And you're having to sideways wiggle in. You can't even sit down. You just like pee standing up. There's just like a (laughs) hole in the ground. Anyway, so she said she, but her daughter's little, so she can't just send her in there alone. So she tries to go in there and she's, and she can't leave her other child. Because it's a toddler infant. And yes, it's a lap child. So she's standing up with the other one in her arms and the other one's sitting and she's so nervous because it's such an unfamiliar Uh type of bathroom that she can can't go. And it's so loud back there. Right. She's so she says she's squished between her legs. <laughs> <laughs> and she's holding her baby and they're like oh. suffocating. All of a sudden the flight attendant is banging on the door and she's yelling, "Get out. You cannot be in there during landing. You have to be in your seat." <laughs> and to which You're about to get diarrhea and vomit. That's when you do. You just pull out your pooping daughter and hand it to the flight attendant. <laughs> and she's like, "I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My daughter was going to have an accident. I will be out in a second." And she said, I don't care. You need to be out in your seat. Get out of the bathroom. You're going to care when you and have she to clean up diarrhea. banging on the door. Oh, my gosh. So that just makes her daughter, like, more, more anxious, more out. nervous, and she barely gets out what she needs to. <laughs> and they get out of the bathroom, and the flight attendant is just standing right outside the door as soon as she opens the door, staring Sassy at them. Face. And again, tells them, you can't be in here, and is yelling at her. Uh-huh. She said, let me remind you, this is a tiny plane, and there isn't one person on here that's not hearing exactly what's going on. Everything. Yeah. So they go back to their seats, and her daughter still has a tummy ache, so she gives both of the kids fruit snacks to chew on while they're landing, so that hopefully it doesn't hurt their ears. Uh-huh. Well, her baby decides to shove, like, all the fruit snacks in her mouth <sighs> at, once. at one time, and so she chokes and gags. <gasps> Luckily, the mom had the barf bags, and she starts to barf oh, into no. the bag. Well, the one daughter that's, you know, on the cusp, oh, this pushes her over the edge. she's seeing another she's person. Seen- <laughs> her little baby sister throw up so she's she's like and starts throwing up in the back and lots of people keep turning their heads to look at them and some people are looking at them with like pity Uh um some people are probably giving them dirty looks yeah so they finally land and she gathers up all of their stuff Uh and she leaves both of the bags of barf on the seat for the (laughs) flight attendant then when they have to walk down the aisle and the flight attendant like is like have a good day. Thanks for flying, you know, yeah. with Delta, which this obviously wasn't Delta. It was not a no name. Like you said, rescuers down under plane Spirit airlines. Or yeah. something. <laughs> and she said when she passed the flight attendant that was just staring at her, oh, no. she's like, she said, um, there's two bags of barf on the seat back there. Have a good day. Oh no. The mom said that to her <laughs> and didn't feel oh, bad at man. all. Yeah. Don't you sass people who have children that can leave diapers. Well, vomit, I'm telling diarrhea. you, this is a mom's night. Oh, absolutely. So if I, you I'm, think the I'm mom is just fine with this. Yeah. Like I don't understand how you don't have a little bit of sympathy and I am a mom, so mm-hmm. I get it. But I feel like even before I was a mom, you can like understand when emergencies are happening. Yeah. They don't cause a scene for no reason. <laughs> yeah. We want to stay below Under the radar. radar. Literally, the plane radar. We don't want to cause a scene. We don't want to cause the scene that everyone thinks we're going to. So when stuff happens, you're, you're, yeah, you're going to cry you're almost. Fight. And so I've seen moms cry on the plane before. Yeah. With like a screaming baby. And you're just like, I can't add to this by no. like giving her dirty looks. She can't control that. Oh, dear. Well, you know how we were talking about poop and diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> always. We always do. So this listener. Mm-hmm. He was going on a boy's trip. Okay. And he and his buddies made it through security. They were just waiting for the plane. And so they were all kind of gathered in those gates where you can look out the window and see the planes. And they were just like chilling out, chatting, watching the planes take off and land Mm -hmm. and things like that. And he's kind of like started to get the tummy rumbles. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. he's kind of like, I think I need to toot. I think I need to fart. (laughs) So he kind of like scooched himself a little bit over and 
made it look like he was really interested in the planes. Mm -hmm. So he could kind of scooch over and just let loose a little bit and then come back to the Mm -hmm. group. Well, sometimes you get confused whether it's going to be a fart or not. You should never trust a fart. (laughs) (laughs) They'll do you dirty. So he lets a toot loose, but instead it was diarrhea. Shart. (laughs) Yeah, classic shart situation. So he panics, hustles to the bathroom, but luckily when you're traveling, you do have extra extra clothes. clothes. Right. (laughs) But this is where I was like, what? He goes into the bathroom. Yeah. Gets changed. He leaves his diarrhea pants just in the stall. What? I was like, what, what? are you doing? Yeah, why? where's the bat? Where's the garbage? garbage? I was like, the maintenance person is going to have to come in there. Or just, just the, the next next, <laughs> next person, yeah. next patron. I was, gonna, I was trying to find the word. I'm like, patron? Are there patrons to bathrooms? <laughs> I was, well, that's the thing. Have you ever walked upon a stall and you just look and you're like, what happened here? <laughs> How did this happen? Right. It's kind of like that. You're uh-huh. like, was there... there is, a full set of pants. A, a pl- drunk person in here. A full here. set of underwear. Yeah, with poop. With diarrhea. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, you should have just put it in the, bath- oh, in the garbage. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. Okay, so I forgot to, when we were talking about flight attendants, I forgot to mention this little story. So you know how they always do, like, in-flight drinks or whatever? The one flight we were just on, it was so, it's so weird to me because they told us we won't be serving soft drinks, but we will have coffee, tea, Water. And alcohol, if you want to buy it, and like, then so the rest sprite, of you can have water. Can get a bourbon, right? Like so you're over there, like shaking the martini, like what? And I can't. All you have to do is just <laughs> hand me the can of Coke. Um, and so they gave us water, you know, mm-hmm. and you could get other things. And so anyway, this listener said when one flight attendant asked what she wanted, she said, "Um, can I have cranberry juice?" Mm-hmm. And the flight attendant said, "Oh, honey, that's just full of sugar," and handed <gasps> her water. Sassy. I would have been like, not- "Oh, honey, I asked you for cranberry juice." <laughs> Don't she, call me honey. Who does she think she is? Yeah. Like, Mom? Yeah. I, listen, that's not what I asked for. <laughs> I did not check the box for like nutritionist. I just want the dang cranberry juice. Uh-huh. And people, I'm very particular about what I have on a plane. I always have a Coke or a ginger ale because mm-hmm. it, it helps my tummy. Yeah. Yeah. And so, plus I like it. Um, and so I just thought it was so funny like that she wouldn't just uh, give her what she wanted. Maybe they were out. It, it, can, it would come across much better as... We're out. out. <laughs> then for you to like body shame me yeah. or whatever that was. <laughs> Into not drinking or... some GD cranberry juice. <laughs> You're like, I'll take my chances. Yeah. There's uh, people up here on their third Martini. alcoholic drink. Yeah. And I you want to preach good. to me <laughs> about, about cranberry, cranberry juice. juice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to improve my urinary tract health <laughs> and your, lig- your nutrition shaming me. Uh, yeah. You should just been like, I have a UTI. <laughs> Okay, well, a big part of flying is obviously going through security. I know. I feel like the even though we've been talking majority like on the flight, yeah. getting through that, that's the most stressful. Totally. Finding parking or getting dropped off or whatever, getting through security, finding your gate, mm-hmm. that's, that's the real stress-inducing stuff. Well, right. And um, I think that it's so weird. I get, it like blows my mind to think about p- these people. When you used to fly like in the 70s, you would it was like a bus station. You would walk up yeah. to the front and just be like, oh, I need a ticket to, you know. <laughs> Des Moines. Yeah. And you just, and they don't even look at your ID. Your name's not even on the ticket. Like right. it was just like that easy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't even fathom that experience. No. Now it's a whole day event because you better get there two hours early. And yeah. if you have a tube of toothpaste, that's just a little too big. <laughs> They're going to take you in some back room. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I had a listener say that he was flying to meet up with some family for the 4th of July. So he and his brother 
decide that they want to make homemade homemade fireworks. What? To bring to the 4th of July celebration. <laughs> On the plane? And and they put it in their carry-on. And this was pre, Oh my gosh. This was pre-9/11. I don't even feel bad for this person. No, they didn't get in trouble. What? Cuz it was pre-9/11. That they had much has changed. Legit homemade fireworks that they probably got off the recipe off of a website that was like bombsandfireworks.com. Right. Like <laughs> And they didn't get flagged? They did not. They made oh, it straight my gosh. through security with legit homemade explosive devices. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, this listener said um, it was years ago and her mom, her mom's boyfriend at the time that ended up being her husband, she used to have to work late nights at a hospital. And so her boyfriend got her brass knuckles with spikes on him. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's a bad A lady. But because he wanted her to walk to her car at night uh-huh. with these brass knuckles on. And through the, as time went on, she slowly it fell to the bottom of the bag, right. you know, as mm-hmm. things do. Yeah. And um, she didn't think about it. Uh-huh. And so she goes to get on the plane. <laughs> and they, they, she's going through TSA and she was pulled aside and questioned about her purse. And she unknowingly had left those in there. Mm-hmm. Honest mistake. But she said, just keep them. No big deal. And they were like, nope. So not only did they detain her to the point where she missed her flight, the FBI came. What? Brass knuckles, you guys. That's it. The FBI came and they started interrogating her. Oh my gosh. They charged her with a felony. Shut up. She had to go to court. This is one of our gabbers? Our gabbers parent. Mom. Oh oh my gosh. She had to go to court. And Ah! she said, actually, she was able to laugh about it. Shortly after it didn't like she was, she handled it like a champ, but now she has a felony. In her she, record. I think she was able to get it expunged. Oh, okay, okay. She had to go to court, but they initially charged her yeah. with a felony. Yeah. And then I think she was able to go through the court process. Yeah. But can you She's imagine like, you I'm, didn't get I'm him on your trip? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you get detained by the FB freaking guy. Oh my word. That <laughs> I would be in tears. Yeah. I would be in tears. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that kind of happened to me. Oh, so mm-hmm. we were going to nationals for, for drill team. So we were flying as a team and our coach told us we had to put all our costume stuff in our carry on because if a bag got lost, at least we would have what we needed to compete. Yes. And we've talked about this before. You OG gabbers are going to know that our costumes were never bra friendly. No. And so we would use clear packaging tape and basically strap ourselves in with that clear packaging tape. Mm-hmm. But at, so I was packing all my costumes in and then I packed the packaging tape and I was like, well, I, it's not like duct tape where you can just rip it. You've got to have something to cut it with. So I threw some scissors in there. <laughs> so I am going through security, all this stuff. And I get beeped. My bag gets beeped <laughs> and they start going through my bag. And then like, there's like sequin tops <laughs> and like fringe. She looks like a stripper. <laughs> I'm like, what's, what's the problem? And it makes it so much funnier. Just the, um, the flight attendant. Cause she was, had an accent Yes. and I go, what's the problem? And I found a, some tweezers. I was like, Oh, is it this? And the flight attendant or the, the TSA person said, no, there's a long pointy knife Didn't in you your say, bag. You have a long, sharp knife in your bag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's a long pointy, sharp knife in your bag. And I was like, no, I promise. <laughs> She's like, Yes. And she like showed me the screen. It's like a long pointy knife. And I'm like, no, for real. It's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I had totally forgotten about the scissors because yeah. it wasn't transferring. But it's my- like someone's, I'm in frames. <laughs> 
I promise I did not leave my bag unattended. What yeah. happened? Um, but it wasn't registering in my mind because all of a sudden I was like, knife? No way, no way. Yeah. It wasn't registering as that, that, could be the that could be the scissors. So finally they're digging through all the pockets and it's like a pair of like kitchen shears. They're like and big. They're big. <laughs> they were big because I just grabbed the first thing I could find when I was packing at right. home. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I was like, it must be that. I'm sorry. I, w- I promise. Yeah. I was like a 16-year-old girl. Right. I'm like, I promise. I had no ill intentions. But they don't always assume it's you. They could assume that somebody is slipping something in your bag. Yeah. Then, well, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Mm-hmm. That's so funny. And yeah, I just remember. And I so I had to forfeit my kitchen shears. Yeah. I didn't have Mom's any. kitchen shears. Yeah. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> Britt like has her own for Christmas. She's like, can I get a pair of kitchen shears? <laughs> okay. So this listener said she was flying to spend her first Christmas with her fiance's family. And she was flying alone because she had to work right up until the holiday. And she didn't bring a whole lot just to carry on because she was just doing a quick trip. And she was flagged at security for some reason. And she was brought into their holding room. Yeah. After waiting a few minutes, an officer arrived and asked if she knew why she was being held back. And she's like, no. I don't. And they said, you have bomb-making chemicals on your clothes. What? Would you please explain that? She was so confused. She's like, what had I come in contact with? And she searched her brain and nothing. Nothing Uh was coming to her. And then it finally hit her. She was a chemistry teacher at a local children's museum. (laughs) And she went to the airport right after her shift at work. Oh, my word. And she told them, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I work with kids (laughs) at this museum. They're probably like, oh, now you work with kids, you bomb maker? (laughs) Flag again. They know me as Miss Sally, the chemistry wizard. (laughs) And she said, she's like, I went ahead and told them, listed every chemical that they use. And luckily... That was enough. Oh, good, because they could have slapped her with a felony. Right. Like the other lady. And she was so nervous because she just, she was like, I just wrecked my Christmas. Like, I'm not, I'm supposed to go meet my fiance's family or yeah. go see them. Mm-hmm. She said, Word of the wise, don't work with fertilizer chemical before you board the plane. <laughs> yeah, how dare you garden and then go on a trip? Right. <laughs> At least change your clothes. <laughs> oh, my word. I didn't know they had sense chemicals. Neither I thought did they I. mainly looked for liquids and sharp pointy knives. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I guess, because I was like, well, why do you care if it's on her clothes? Like, she's not a walking bomb. Like, she can't all of a sudden start rubbing her clothes together and explode. But yes, like, they could assume that she's got swallowed a bomb or, you know, done something or made a bomb at some point. (laughs) Anybody who's making bombs shouldn't be on planes or fireworks, (laughs) really. (laughs) Um, Well, I had to laugh because this listener, she said that she was coming home from the airport um, from... In London. She was at the London airport. Okay. And she said that they would not let her get on her plane. She was detained because because, because her passport picture was prettier than her in real life. <laughs> There's no way this is you. And they were literally saying that she was ugly in person. So they didn't think it was her. What? Are you kidding me? She said she almost missed her flight and that is was so- almost stuck there. Oh my gosh. So no, not only is it a gut punch, but it's... <laughs> your pride hurts. You're about to miss your flight. <laughs> You're like, do you want me to put some makeup on? They were literally like, you are fugly in real life. You <laughs> photograph. Whoa, you You're photograph very photogenic. Very well. I can't even if believe this is, this is you. you. No way. Do you have some I sort can't. of evil, prettier twin wandering around? <laughs> well, and this listener, kind of like me, she said she forgot to empty her craft backpack. <laughs> I really, I really like that she has a craft backpack. Um, which, I mean, it's relatable. Yeah. You know. <laughs> to some it's sometimes you need your craft supplies to be portable you know right 
<laughs> and hands-free. Um, going to a scrapbooking party or something. <laughs> but yeah, she had a big pair of scissors. Totally forgot about yeah. it. She got stopped. But yeah, and such a small thing, probably like little sewing scissors. Yeah. But yeah, they make you feel like you are a terrorist. So this listener said, um, they traveled quite a bit in their early married days before they had kids. And they would fly Southwest. And she said, which is, this is one reason she won't fly Southwest anymore. Because you have to just pick your seat when you get on. Uh-huh. And so... Often her and her husband would travel with like emergency packs, like the little ones you dump in your water. Oh, uh huh. Like just, she's like, you know, build up your immunity while you're traveling because you're okay. like bound to get sick. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't know if you meant like a 72 hour kit, but a lot of times they're prepared. <laughs> a lot of times they wanted like um, a row to themselves or they didn't really want anybody sitting by them uh-huh. so they could have some more space. And okay. Stuff. Yeah. And so he would, so take, we all want. he would take the emergency like packet and like froth it up in his mouth what? and then he'd like lay Stop. in his seat and like let the foam kind of like Stop dribble it. from Stop his it. mouth so that people wouldn't want to sit by them <laughs> and they had a flight attendant like seeing him do it and the flight attendant was like i've seen a lot of tactics and uh, this is a first that is what <laughs> i actually listened to something where it was like make eye contact with the people who seem like they're looking because then they'll be like, crap, that person's going to chat. That, that one wants me to sit with them. Yeah. That means they want to chat or they think I'm cute. I like that. And yeah, and it's pretty simple, straightforward, but just like eye contact, like kind of excited, kind of crazy eyes. Do some crazy eyes with that eye contact yeah. and the big <laughs> smile. Crazy. Hi. And they're like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Travel tips. Yeah. Or just foam at <laughs> or the just mouth. Or foam at the mouth. Either one seems like it probably I'll try work. the eye contact one. It's less... Less acting. involved. I don't have to act as much. And maybe, and no one was going to call emergency services. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, and I'm not riding on this plane with rabid people. Right. Well, interacting with people just comes with the territory. And sometimes not even on the flight. Mm-hmm. Sometimes at the airport. Yeah. You'll meet some crazies. Um, so this listener said this happened to her mother-in-law just a couple of weeks ago. She was flying home mm-hmm. from visiting a family member. And so she's just waiting at her gate. Mm-hmm. She said... She heard some yelling and saw some commotion nearby her. Okay. Next thing she knows, this older woman, probably in her 60s, takes her shirt off and starts running through the airport. Hold on. There's two types of people in this world. (laughs) I know which one I am. You hear commotion. You hear things. You move to it or you run away. What are you? Depends on what kind of commotion. Yeah, I guess that's true. I'm typically the type that's like, what's let's going on over there? Yeah, what, what's happening? No surprise, right? But I'm the type that's going to like get out my phone and be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what is happening? Okay, continue. Um, first of all, I don't know many 60-year-olds that are like, I'm going to streak through the airport. Oh. But, but mm-hmm. no, I don't know that this was what it was. It actually sounds like maybe it's more involved because. So yeah, she takes off her shirt and yeah. starts running. Two girls start chasing her full speed. <laughs> and she's just ripping off more clothes. Oh, gosh. She says, bra goes flying. I'm what? sorry. What? Her bra, the, the 60 plus. <gasps> I, didn't, I, I guess I misread. I've read this one before. Oh, full oh. disclosure. But bra, bra goes flying. Okay. Somehow she rips her pants off. Okay. And she is butt naked. Oh, <laughs> Hold on. Oh. You're not going to let people come through TSA with Tylenol. There is a woman running butt a naked, and the, and like where is the security? They they can check your baggage, but not your mental baggage. You know, there's no way. That was good. There's no way of knowing. Thank you very much. Some people uh, present as very normal, and then all of a sudden they lose it. Okay, she said one of the girls tackles her to the ground. Are you kidding? A naked person getting tackled. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, I can't. There's a visual for you. <laughs> I'm a naked person. Um, There's a lot of rub burn involved in that. And ba- yeah, yeah. Depend. What, if, are you on the linoleum? Right. Either way, it's gonna hurt. Yeah. Um, and starts wrestling her because oh. this woman is out of control. Yeah. Come to find out, it was her daughter chasing her. Okay. She, this woman who witnesses everything never gets any answers. Right. She just boards her plane. I mean, I think we can chalk it up to some mental illness. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, right? Well, I, I would say that's something I've never seen. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would say so. But yeah, this kind of stuff happens in an airport, but that girl had fertilizer on her shirt. Like, I'm still just kind of blown right, away that this woman right. could still board like, a plane. such discrepancies. Yeah. Between what's... What's, What's okay? Happen. Yeah. Depends on the airport. Depends on how vigilant the security is willing to be or not be. Correct. Because I feel like even even if you're not at security, there are officials around. Yes. You know, but her daughter's the one who has to tackle her right. to the ground. Well, I don't want to tackle a naked 60-year-old woman. I don't. I mean, I don't care how good she looks. It's your job. <laughs> but yes, if you are your security, security <laughs> naked or not... It's, you. it's on you, man. Yeah. Don't make her daughter be the one to take it. <laughs> okay. Well, this listener said she was on her honeymoon. Well, they were returning from their honeymoon with her husband. So like in just that lovey-dovey phase. Right. And they get onto the plane and realize their seats aren't together. So she's kind of sad. Yeah. They had bought snacks to share and they were just going to enjoy their last <laughs> six hours of canoodling time of newlywed honeymoon time and they um and so they were kind of asking people to switch seats with them because they're like we're on our honeymoon Mm -hmm. no one would switch seats so she went into like a rage and was so mad not like a rage like freaking out but just like internal rage and she was so angry she sat down she turned her hoodie backwards and put the hood on on her face yes so she looked like a faceless alien person? Yes. So that would also alarm me if I'm a flight attendant. <laughs> Once again, I'd be like, I'm concerned I about... would be like, you look like the backwards Unabomber. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yes. And so she had her hood on backwards. It was like coning out in the front. So she just... And the guy next to her was trying to be nice and like talk to her. <laughs> but she was just like, having a... Co- <laughs> trying to strike up a conversation. With, with some, a... No one's face? With a faceless Unabomber hoodie wearing... Girl. Cone face. Yeah. I can't. She, I can't. And her husband. I would. To, I would have just been like, they don't want to talk. I, I can just tell. And her, yeah. And she was. I think she was just mad. Like, don't talk to me. You won't switch. Yeah. You know. And so she was so mad. She wouldn't talk to anybody. Her husband tried to pass up some snacks to her because he felt bad and was like trying. And she would refuse to eat him. But he said he basically was finding it so hilarious because he said the visual of her with this coney like hood on backwards yeah she's just like no one's gonna switch cool she thinks you're about to get pretty weird she said for some reason she's just bawling uncontrollably <laughs> hormones is she yeah. recently on birth, New control? birth control that's what i was just gonna say <laughs> they don't tell you in the side effects that you'll ball uncontrollably on the plane and wear your sweatshirt backwards and cover your face <laughs> and she said yeah plus inhibited inhibited airflow so her husband's kind of seeing it from a distance but she's bawling herself this to is, sleep this into, is what you just signed up into, for man <laughs> into the back of her hoodie and he says he wished he would have taken a picture um i do too so before she put the hood on her face Mm -hmm. prior to that she was just giving a lot of death stares according to her (laughs) husband and he was watching her and he she said he literally now says i thought to myself well if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out it's just six (laughs) hours because the flight was just six hours oh my gosh (sighs) okay well we at the very beginning of the episode we'll bring we'll full circle this okay we talked about the person who died on the plane unfortunately (laughs) r.i.p um (laughs) Shoot. Okay. This. Per- okay. So 
something similar, not quite that extreme happened. So this, it's actually a listener's husband. Okay. And he was going on a business trip and he felt totally fine. I mean, it was just a small flight, okay. you know, just to a couple States over, but apparently this lady on the plane had never flown before. Okay. And so she was panicking so much so yeah. that she begins to have a seizure. Oh, Oof. And at this point, they aren't, they're just like taxiing. Uh-huh. They haven't even gotten up off the ground. So the flight attendants are panicking and saying, is there a doctor on board? Like, yeah. that seems, I don't know. It just feels like chaos to me if yes. someone starts yelling for a doctor. But there was. Oh. And so there we go. Happy. Perfect. Ending a little bit. So the doctor comes and I don't know what you do to get someone out of a seizure. I mean. Nothing really. really like. I think hey, they make just sure she doesn't afterward that she yeah. doesn't hit her head. Yeah, check her, check her vitals. Yeah, and make sure she doesn't bump into. I don't know. Right. Uh, so yeah, we know a lot about what we're talking but, about. But I'm serious. Like, how how do you get someone to come off a seizure? I don't think there's like a magical no magical no. technique. But anyway, he helps her. She finally kind of gets control of herself and and calms down. But she demands to get off the plane. As would I. Yeah, and but the plane's been taxiing, so the plane's going to have to lose its spot in line. Okay. And get all the way back to the gate, uh-huh. let her off, all this kind of stuff. <laughs> and they've already had to be delayed because of this medical emergency. They're like, listen, lady, your seizure <laughs> already... I know someone who's died, okay? Seizing up our trip. <laughs> so... I'm not um, losing my spot in line. <laughs> well, the, this passenger, he was like, okay, yeah, I know this is like a really big deal and everything, but we also have layovers. So, you know... Every, or not layovers, like connections. Connections, connections, yeah. Um, and so this is actually causing a really big problem. Mm-hmm. So the doctor's actually like, hey, you should just stay on this flight because actually by the time we get in the air, this is a short flight. We could get you to your actual destination and it might work out better for you, but she refuses. So she gets taken back to the gate. Um, anyway, because of this, they are, su- he's, this guy's super late to get his connection. Yeah. And, um, this was on a work trip. So he books it to the gate. He's able to get a different flight, gets on the flight. It's a ice storm, windstorm, snowstorm. So the plane <laughs> has to be de-iced uh-huh. and that takes, I don't know, an hour. And then <laughs> <laughs> I was in, I was flying home from Kauai. Oh yeah. And they were like, we have to de-ice the plane. And you can see everyone looking around the lobby, like de-ice. There's like the palm plane. trees blowing in the breeze. And then the guy the is like, pause, pause. And the guy's like, which I understand <laughs> might not make a lot of sense to you right now. This plane just came from Seattle and it was cold and it got icy in the air. And now we're having to de-ice. And he's like, and we don't have a lot of like de-icers here at the ready, as you might imagine. And I was like, well, maybe you should now. <laughs> so anyway, not only did he miss his original now his new connection yes. is delayed, and he's like, I'm going to miss my other connection. So he ends up, he started out in Idaho Falls. Okay. That was the seizure. Yeah. He gets to Salt Lake City. Yeah. And is getting de-iced from the snowstorm. Mm-hmm. He find that flight gets delayed. So he has to go to the front desk once he gets to Salt Lake City and say, okay, I need to get to Minneapolis. Okay. And they find another flight for him because his other one was long gone. Yeah. So they finally get him on a flight to Minneapolis, but the snowstorm is making it. So every connection he's on gets delayed. So he finally makes it to Minneapolis, but he calls his boss because he has one more connection. And he calls his boss and is like, this is what's happening. His boss just said, that sounds ridiculous. You were supposed to already be there. Just turn around and come home. Right. So he said the exact same thing started happening to him. I guess there's probably a really big snowstorm. Coming back, he said there was a silver lining though, because he was going to have to be gone over New Year's Mm -hmm. on this flight or on this business trip, but he was able to walk in the door 
at 11.55 p.m. <laughs> on New Year's Eve. Happy so that he, New Year. So that he could still give his wife a New Year's Eve kiss or Aww. a New Year's kiss. Cute. And he's like, so I basically, he went from Idaho Falls to Salt Lake to Minneapolis. Oh, there was another one. To St. Louis to Denver to Salt Lake <laughs> to Idaho Falls without basically like... Entering a city, right? Like, other than maybe the hotel. The hotel was probably the only thing he did in all any can, city. All I can think about is Home Alone. I've been from Chicago to Dallas to, to Paris, Paris to, to where? The where, where the hell am I? <laughs> Scranton. I am trying to yeah. get home. Yeah, this man is the mom on Home Alone. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh my but gosh, he made a home just like she did for the holidays. Yeah. There's that music playing, (laughs) snow falling softly. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's what's so crazy is it's like we yeah when you miss a connection you you can't believe how hard it is. It gets completely derailed. Crazy, (laughs) but traveling can be so fun. We hope that no matter what conundrums you run into, that you have fun flying those friendly skies and that someday you'll laugh about this. Keep tuning in on our Instagram for... (laughs) Yeah, we know you're not going to pay attention to this section just like you don't on the airplane, but rate, review, subscribe. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) And don't forget to tell your friends about us. All right. Have a good one, you guys. Bye. Bye. This week's episode is sponsored by Fizz. You should all know by now about my love of Fizz. But in case you don't, I'm going to tell you again. Of all the drink places, Fizz is for sure my favorite. Whether you need a refreshing drink, a salty snack, or a sweet treat, Fizz fits the bill. By the way, you have to try their new Chonuts. Yeah, that's right. It's a churro and a donut all in one, served warm, and it's drizzled with this yummy frosting. It's so delicious. Follow them on Instagram at F-I-I-Z underscore drinks for secret menu items, specials, and so much more. Be sure to pop into Fizz. Supporting our sponsors supports our podcast. Yeah, I think that's... Uh, My shirt's on backwards. It's cool, man. I am coming up with million dollar ideas right now. I don't know what's gotten into me. Points. I was was getting flustered trying to flirt my way out of TSA, okay? You need to hear Britain's story about my mom buying her condoms. And then I should clarify this was when she was married. (laughs)